Welcome. You are now tuned into the Textually Active Podcast. everybody welcome back to another episode of textually active your weekly dose of conversations about navigating the digital age while dealing with friendships relationships and all the ships in between i'm rez and i got measy with me here again he is on the boards yo and if you're hearing this the date is tuesday august 25th and uh if you're familiar with that date you'll know that it's a real nigga birthday (laughs) so turn Turn me up loud. Pull up to my comments. I'm putting my cash app in my story. I don't care what Eric say. Pull up. <laughs> Pull up on me. Drop a little two dollars and seventy three cent. I take a dollar seventy five. I take five dollars. If you if you really balling, you could drop the five dollars. I I'll holler with that. But um, I smell like broken here. Three dollars and twenty three cent will make me smile. Uh, just hit the. Ca- why is it so specific? <laughs> what are you doing with this three dollars and twenty nine cents? It's a change shortage, so I figure if they put the change in there, I could help with the shortage. It's a lie. <laughs> it sounds like a lie. <laughs> what is going on? Anyway, Nigga, you need them quarters for Aldi. <laughs> trying to go to Coin Star for what? <laughs> she trying to use that card at Aldi's bad boy. Anyway, it's my birthday, so. <laughs> If you fucking with me, hit my hit the comment, uh, drop a drop a picture of me, do a shout out, tag me in your story, cause you know I'm gonna repost everybody that repost me and say happy birthday. I'm gonna be mad annoying. I'm gonna post a picture so that y'all can post that picture and say happy birthday, Riz, and um, share your favorite memory with me. If you can't send me a birthday card, that's cool. Just write something meaningful on your little post when you post me on your story. I appreciate that too. But uh, happy birthday to me. Look at this shit, niggas be asking for on their birthday. <laughs> I thought she said, if you can't give me a card, write me something mean. I didn't hear the in, in full at the end. Meaningful. Like, <laughs> look what niggas be asking for. How you feel, bro? I feel good. Another, um, another decade in the books. Yeah, I want everybody to actually, I was go- leading up to my birthday, I was doing a countdown. I wanted everybody to buy me something from a black owned business. Excuse me. I know it's my birthday and everything, but it's not too late to buy me gifts. So. I started celebrating on August 21st, and I guess the next day I'll end it, or the day I'll end it, is August 26th, so it'll be like a good... Oh, that's why you keep posting black-owned businesses in your store? Yeah. Oh, I'm just looking at it like, oh, she really out here supporting niggas. But it has the birthday countdown on it, so it's kind of like, this is what I want with the birth. Nobody... You guys didn't catch that? Niggas don't care, bro. Oh, my gosh. So, the whole time... Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I paid attention. Oh, you, okay. He he making a face, though. He wasn't paying attention. <laughs> like, damn, she cool. She out here supporting the hell out of people. <laughs> I didn't know she wanted it for her birthday. Oh, my gosh. So, so selfless. That's that's what I wanted. I wanted you guys to support a black business and buy buy me a gift from them. What if I give you a hand-me-down? From what? From me. Like? I mean, I'm a black business, and I gave it to you. I don't know. You be having some fire T-shirts. Appreciate that, bro. So I could take a hand-me-down from you. That made me smile. And a little snapbacks be fired, too. So I'm happy today now. <laughs> I'm happy on your birthday. Look at me. I was going to ask how y'all feeling enough about me. It's a good day, bro. I'm good. You know, still slaving like a nigga that's slaving. But, you know, I'm out here ready to uh, take over the world. Thank you. I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. E, how you feeling? Booked and busy. Booked and busy. That mean the money rolling in. No, it ain't. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> still broke out here. Well, I'm not doing broke. Good. I don't like to say broke because broke is titled like you can't do something if you don't want to. No. I feel like we just like frugal, not made it yet. No. So do you remember when you were younger and you always ask your parents for something and they'll say, I ain't got it. I'm broke. But then you you seen that that big wad of cash that they kind of had off to the side. That's like one of those things. It's, Fam, like, it's like you got you got enough money for your bills, but you ain't got enough for everything else. Fam, my mama just put on Facebook that she seen a kid and their parent in the store. And she gave the the kid acts for something, and the dad was like, "Nah, let's go." And she gave the kid the money to get it. And I'm like, "Nigga, I was scared to ask for shit in the store. When did this happen? Just because I'm thirty, don't mean I might not need that money. Yeah, I need it just like that." So you mean to tell me your mother got soft? That's what she's saying. Yeah, it means it's time for grandkids. 
That's what it means. Y'all better take your kids up there. That's the whole <laughs> <What> kids. <laughs> Y'all better take your kids. What I just found out what the fear, uh, the phobia of pregnancy is called. <laughs> I can't remember it off the top of my head, but that's what I got. It's a phobia. <laughs> it's real. I'm not Fuck doing them that. kids. Look, look, Rez just submitted that to the Urban Dictionary. It ain't really something that really exists. <laughs> You saying I made up the word? Yeah, you made that shit up. No, I did not. No, I didn't. That is a real phobia. People are actually scared of kids out here. I'm out here trying to give throat babies. That's it. Can you um say that one more time for the people that might have missed it? I, I said throat babies. <laughs> Thro- throat babies. Oh, okay. I'm trying to give them to you. Did that's you just a, make that song up? No, nah, that's a great song. Oh, okay. That's a great song. Throat babies. It's oh. so good. It's so good. It's, it's so hit a good. little bit. <laughs> Because it's almost like you can't, you don't really understand what he's saying. Is it throw or throw? But no, either way, throw. it works. It's throw. Throw babies. Throw. Like, fuck them kids. No, it's. No. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. See, I was about to do the freak alarm, but when you say throwing them. <laughs> throw babies. That's even worse what, when you throw them. No, she threw it out like Dame Lillard. Lillard. <laughs> she was going for 60. <laughs> It's all good. Anyway, so we're here to talk about stuff like we always do every week. We have a a fresh new topic for your ears. And um, lately, it's been a lot of talk about hating. Niggas getting hated on. Everybody hates you. I'm doing this for the haters just in case they got something to say. And, you know, it's it's a select few of us out here who don't know who they is and why you're always doing it for them. And it brought up a question of is it criticism or is it hate? So I want to take some time today to break up the difference between criticism and hate and uh, just warm warm it up for the listeners because it seems to be a lot of confusion about what a hater is versus what is somebody who actually cares about the way you look out here and somebody that actually wants to help you do better. So real quick, raise your hand if you got haters in here. I don't know. Nigga, I don't know, but I don't. I ain't one of those guys. Yeah. Like, Fuck I, it. To be honest, I feel like the most of the people who say they have haters, like they don't have them. I, right? I don't. I don't fucking know. I'd be worried about my shit. I don't get you. Know what I'm saying? Yo, that's funny as shit because I don't got no haters either. I don't be playing. I don't be paying attention. It's almost like the hater conversation is tired. It is really, really tired. I will say, if I got haters, they very silent. Yeah. Uh, These niggas out here quiet. You think so? These niggas is watching and seeing and not saying shit. They're hating in silence. Yeah, they hate in silence. That's the thing. Yeah. I think that the the hater talk is more so directed at a person. It, it may be a way for people to like boost their self-esteem a little bit because people never talk about haters when they're doing bad. They talk about the haters when they're doing good. Mm. Like when they're out here driving around in fresh new cars, taking trips, spending money and stuff. It's always doing it for the haters. Right. But when you down in the slums, like if you got haters, they're going to hate you regardless. They're not just going to hate you when you up. They're going to hate you when you down too. Look at this broke nigga riding the bus. Like haters going to hate regardless. So think the topic of haters and when people openly discuss them on the internet they're just trying to say like i'm stunting and i want you guys to hate yeah oh i don't be having i don't be having time for that bro especially because i ain't got to it yet <laughs> when i get to it then you gonna start talking today when i get to it oh boy let me tell you it's gonna be it's gonna be a light show out here boy i'm going crazy and ain't nobody gonna be able to tell me shit what you say Rez? They can't talk to me. They, they can't. They, they ain't gonna be able to talk to they me. They ain't gonna be able to talk to me. <laughs> they ain't gonna be able to talk to me. I'm curious about what a, a Meezy hater rant is. Cause me like, too. Because Meezy doesn't rant often. I do. I just, I just do it in parts. I do it in very, very small parts. We did an episode of a week when I was ranting. I got drunk, but it still counts. But uh, it's more so like, bro, like you niggas was watching the whole time. I was sitting here. Doing this shit, I've been doing this shit forever. And you niggas was looking at it. You didn't want to support then. I was up a little bit. By the time I had moved on, y'all ain't want you wanted my help. It's like nah, fuck that. It's too late. Yeah, we up, up to a good 120, 20 some episodes. Yeah, you know I'm saying I'm up now. Been doing yeah. this for a minute. I'm and, up. And it's not to mention the stuff that you do outside of the podcast, but. I say all that not to say that there isn't a such thing as haters. There are haters out here. There are people that wish bad on you, that want to see you do bad. I think the issue becomes when you're confusing hate with criticism. So I be hate. 
Before we talk about <laughs> before we talk about criticism, let's talk about hate. What does it mean to be a hater? Because I, I can identify with a hater sometimes. I be hating. I'm not going to hold you. I'm fuck. not going to sit up here and lie and say that haters don't exist because the only reason I know they exist is because I be hating a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I be hating. I won't share shit. <laughs> I'm going to share your shit. I look at your shit and talk bad about your shit. I might not see. Here's the key. The key is when you're a hater, you can't publicly be a hater because then they know. Then they know you hating, and then that's when people start fucking with you. But if you in private and you like, oh, here we go. Here we go with this shit. Niggas just just own this shit because it's hot. That's me hating. Like I don't say it out loud though. But you know, I like to see shit and be like, if that was me, I'd have did it a whole different way. You know what I'm saying? Put myself in their place and do shit like that. Because then once you start, like, stealing shit from somebody, then they make you think you're a hater for real, for real. And so it's like, nah, I was just trying to do it the way that I would have wanted it done. So, you know, it's hard out here being a hater. But I'm also, you know, like, I'm very, you know what I'm saying, critical, though. Like, I'll help somebody if they ask me. But if you don't help me, if you don't ask me, I'm hating. I um, I honestly want to say, because saying that, you're a hater. It sounds wild, but we all have a little bit of envy in us. It's a natural human feeling to have. I only hate on shit I care about. But I will say that there are levels to hate. Yeah. Like, and, and we could break it down a little bit. So there is a hate where you just say it in your head. Right. This is something that you see and you like, ooh, and it gets a little bit under your skin. Then there's the hate, and when you say it out loud, like, and you know this is really bothering you because you're actually taking time to say, oh, this bitch look a mess, or, oh, I can't stand that dress. I would have looked better in it. But you're saying it out loud to yourself. The third phase is when you start talking to your friends or your spouse about it. So this means you not only took the time to talk about it, but now you're showing somebody else Yo, this girl really look a mess. Why would she do her hair like this? Da, 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 da. That's that's really that's level three. And level three is extreme. So if we're looking at this as a color scale, it's getting darker as we go along. We done touched orange at this point. When you're that's when hard. you're sending somebody something to talk about somebody else, you have reached mid level of hate. Now, after we cross this bridge, it gets a little crazy. Hmm. This is this is when it starts to turn a little bit red. So you are saying stuff from your personal page underneath of the picture like Oh, oh, nice, nice dress, but I would have did my hair like this, oh, or I would have said this, or happy birthday, but you look a mess. I like saying like little comments like that. I ain't never got that far. Peep this from your real page. I ain't never got that far. Then you get to the to the super red caution seek help stage of hating. And this is when you go outside of your time, you make a personal page, <clears throat> and you just follow everybody that you hate and you start saying crazy shit underneath of everybody's shit. That's when you start hating, and then that's when you start beefing. Yeah. You start beefing. When that, you start beefing, that's when you know uh, it's some hate involved, for real, for real. If you have a fake page, a burner page that you use to say mean stuff to celebrities, I need you to sign out of Textually Active, pause this episode, right, and go talk to somebody <laughs> about why you feel this way. Because you, you, <laughs> the thing is they're going to block you. You're going to get blocked by multiple people. So you know what that means? You have to then make another page to see them. And it's tiring. I know you're tired. Hey, you niggas out here. You niggas out here with burner accounts <laughs> are by far the trashest people in the world. Like, if you just can't say that, if you got to use a different page to say some shit about another motherfucker, you are bored, bro. You like, are very like bored. get help. So, so what's the difference between a burner account to talk shit versus like a Finsta to get nah, off. Nah, nah, Finsta's different, bro. You don't use your Finsta to interact with people. You use your Finsta to get that get that, that nasty off. That, mm-hmm. that that uh I don't want everybody who might know me and don't know I'm like this off. That Finsta for that. But your burner account and you only use it like if niggas don't know that that's your burner, like Finsta, I've seen girls out here, they promote their Finsta. Like Summer Walker has a immaculate uh, Finsta account that everybody know what the at name is to her Finsta. It ain't on her regular page, but if she got a burner and she talking and she hating on other R and B girls out here, that's nasty. That's that a burner. Nasty. Yeah, it's that a burner. Nasty. So the difference between the Finsta is that you just do it because you don't want your people you know in real life to see what you're doing. It's the actually burner. the more real page than the other page. The yeah. other page is more like business. Your actual page is like business, but your Finsta is like your real page. This is where you get your real thoughts. You get your real pictures all because, let me tell you, them Summer Walker pictures on her Finsta, wood. 
<laughs> Wood. So uh, we broke down the levels of hate. So basically, a hater is somebody just who hates you. Anything you could be doing, anything they just don't like it. But you gotta understand, you people only hate when they care. Like if I didn't give a fuck, like I wouldn't care. Like I don't care about. I mean, like you care about them? Oh wait, no, or that in general, because a lot of people hate on things too. Like I could hate on a movie, like, but that only means that I care. I thought it was gonna be something that I cared about, and when I saw it, I was like, that shit was trash. I think hate is something, yeah, you're right. In order to hate on something, you have to care about it a little bit. Yeah. Or else it wouldn't, it wouldn't bother. Provo- fr- provoke me emotionally enough for me to respond to it. Right. So since I care about it, I'm like, oh, this is making me feel a way. This is an uncomfortable feeling. I don't like it. I don't know why I don't like it, but I don't like it. And I could pick which level of hate I want to display. But most times it's best just to keep it to yourself exactly. because you need to understand why this is bothering you so much that it makes you angry. Right. I never watched Game of Thrones, but I wouldn't out here like, this shit is trash, bro. It's like, that would make me a hater because I ain't never watched it. I've never seen it. So I'm just like saying it's trash because everybody else like it. I got a good, I got a good example. Ooh. So, you know, it's Corona. Everybody's been in the house. I'm going to explain to you what hater haterism looks like during coronavirus you see somebody out still living their life you see them smoking hookah you see them traveling the world you see them hitting different countries you see them uh linking up with their friends and family and the first thing you say is damn that bitch ain't got coronavirus yet wow wishing wishing corona on somebody yeah (laughs) that's hating that's hating and you want to know why because you can't understand why somebody is still able to travel, why somebody still has the ends, while they're why they're why they're having a good time out here during this pandemic and you sitting at home. So I get where you're coming from. It's hate. I get I get where you're coming from. <laughs> they hate on me. But I mean <laughs> you. But I feel like corona is a real thing. It is. So I mean it's just one of those things like I I mean I feel like, yeah, if you were to, like, if you see it and then you have that comment to yourself, like, yo, that person is wildin', that's not hating. That's like making an observation. So, okay, this is perfect because this is where, this is where the divide comes from hating and criticism. Mm. So, hating would be saying, I hope that bitch get coronavirus. Criticism would be saying, hey, friend, um, it's a whole ass pandemic going on. You think you're going to be, like, are you being safe? Like, you might want to stay home. I mean, but the thing is, you'll say that to somebody and they'll be like, oh, Corona ain't real. And they like, I'm going to do what I want to do anyway. So it's a lot of it. There's like, I feel like there's a a piece of it where, you know, some people just do what they want to do and they don't really care about the consequences until a consequence actually happens. And then they want everybody to feel sorry for them. I have a question. I need y'all opinion and I'm asking y'all. Okay. Was I hating the other day? All right, so set set up set us up. What, what are you talking about? Was I hating the other day? <laughs> I know, what you, I know, what you, I think I know what you're talking about. But can you set it up for everybody. So, uh, we all know Meg Thee Stallion got shot. We know Meg Thee Stallion's been shot. We know Meg Thee Stallion's parents have died. A gr- like a mom, I think a grandma too. Don't quote me on that. I might be lying. But you know, we all saw Meg on live and have that very emotional moment on live where people was like. Oh, she had she had to come out and defend herself and tell us about what it was. And that took a lot for her to do on Instagram. Right. So then she disappeared again, disappeared again. Then, you know, whack comes out and Meg is, you know, what I'm saying in the video and Meg's back. Then the other day, Meg is on a boat shaking ass, throwing ass like ain't nothing ever happened. And all I asked was. Is anybody going to take the time to get Meg some help? Because she's had a lot of traumatic things over the world. Is this how she's coping? Because I do remember when Meg was getting drunk on Instagram Live and we was all like, oh, shit, Meg, that's all Meg do all day is drink and be on Instagram Live drunk. Was that me hating? Because I was a little concerned. Like, I feel like Meg should take some time and 
you know, she got shot. Her mom's died. She ain't stopped since none of this shit has happened. Is that me hating? I will say before I answer it, was it a story? Was it a story post or was it a post on her feed? Both. Okay, so it was on her story and then she posted it on her feed. They shaking because their ass sometimes on the boat. People will, especially when you are like of that level of celebrity, you just have a bank of like videos and pictures and stuff so that you could post every day. These people have to post something every day because they are technically celebrities and influencers. So she may have pulled that from a bank and just posted it just to have something to post. And it's not to say that she doesn't, um, she doesn't, she isn't out here living her life, but it's just like, maybe she used that post just to have something up. But if she didn't and you are concerned about her not healing properly, I feel like that's not hate. I feel like that could be a honest concern. So when we talk about criticism, if you look up the definition, the definition of criticism is the expression of disapproval of someone or something based on perceived faults or mistakes. Right. So. so yeah. I just, I was worried. Hurt. Yeah. Huh? No, nah, I mean, yeah. I mean, To answer Mizi's question, I don't think that, I don't think that's hate, but. I mean, I mean the, but the, but we we talked about this all the time that the internet like there's no context there's it's no gray area right. like oh someone's always gonna think that you in particular are just are out here just to to get that laugh right like know? if that's what you want to do I'm all for her living her life but I don't want to be like I don't want to be like ten years from now. Now we making the the Meg jokes that we was making about Whitney Houston at one point. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't that that's yeah. something that I don't. You know what I'm saying? That's not cool. Like you don't want to see you don't want to see history repeat itself. Yeah, and it's like, bro, you've been through a lot in these last this last year and a half. Even though your stardom is shooting to the roof, and it's like I'm not hating on your success. I'm not hating on the fact that you out right. here living life. I'm just like, bro, this yeah, is the thing is. I feel like it's a valid concern it's because wild. because I like someone Meg. because someone. If anyone goes through a, a series of events like that, it is expect you know it was kind of expected that you might feel a way like right. you know like it'd be okay like we would understand if you felt the way, but yeah. the and fact if you that, needed some time right yeah if you needed some time, but I mean that's just one of those things like you kind of just kind of mind your business and you just got and you just gotta hope that that person has someone in their circle that's like not gonna just role was what whatever is happening yeah because nigga i've been i've been wanting to find a deal all we ever see but adele done lost a lot of weight that's all we know we don't know where adele at we don't know what the album at we don't know if she making music there yeah we just know she lost weight i did just see a video of her snatching the mic from somebody about to perform Nicki minaj's monster verse at a karaoke and get it popping and she snatched the mic from the girl and the caption was like meg must can fight because the way she ran up snatched that mic and then started rapping and the girl was like still reaching for the mic and adele was like pull up in the monster automobile yeah she was like killing it and um she she basically stole the girl's shine so it's pretty bad um so that was hate that was hate. <laughs> that was hate. And you that said something hate. about hoping that, I think you both were saying that you would hope that she has somebody in her circle to kind of tell her that. Because I feel like it, it hits different coming from somebody that you care about. And that's where people get it confused when I'm somebody who don't, I don't really know you like that. And I'm coming to you and I'm saying, yo, baby, your nipple showing, it looks tacky. You might want to cover it up. That could be confused with hate but yeah, as opposed to it being my friend. And I'm like, baby, now your nipple is cute and all, but it ain't like that. You might want to cover it up. I know, like, bro. You was trying to trying to <laughs> police my Instagram post the other day. I'm out here trying to preview a little OnlyFans that I'm trying to get started. And you all in the comments like, nigga, put some pants on. I'm like, nigga, damn. You showing everybody your boxers. I mean, but I mean, if if you want to take it down this road. I mean, hate the, Nasty. <laughs> Remember what we're talking about. We're talking about criticism and oh, hate. No, hate no, no. But the thing is, but you, you guys know, are some, getting off track. No, no. But the thing is, but the thing is, I guess what happens is that, like, again, I'm. I guess I'm going to keep beating this horse. Um, that's problematic. But uh, he's a hater. Basically, no. Like the thing is, like, basically, I be sometimes hating. certain things are inappropriate, right? So if something is inappropriate, and someone calls you out on it, they're not hating. Yeah, they hate you. You don't know my life. That's hate, nigga. Let me run my life the way I want to. So I was saying that it depends on who it's coming from. 
if you telling me that something is inappropriate, I'm going to think about it a little longer before I hear one of my followers say, yo, Raz, that's inappropriate. And I'd be like, yo, I'm, I'm most likely going to say Eric is criticizing me right now. He's trying to give me honest feedback about what's going on. If I hear it from a stranger, I'm going to be like, oh, this nigga hate. And they don't know me like that to tell me that something is inappropriate. This might just be who I am that's, and how I is. But that's fucked up because on the flip side, if E wasn't to give you the support that the other motherfuckers would was give you, you would more so want to hear the support. <laughs> like, oh, nah, these niggas out here love this shit. They going crazy over it. I don't care what you think. It's going up. I'm about to use it. And then you'd be like, and then now it's a conflict. Because now you think he hating because everybody else enjoys it. <laughs> right. We don't really want to talk about how uh, people don't really want to have critiques or criticism from people that they actually love. Oh, that's because they love that shit. When you like somebody and somebody that you like or love tell you some shit ain't good, now you start to uh, question yourself. Because I had a situation one time. This girl, you know what I'm saying, played me her mixtape. And I told her it was good. It was just sad as hell. And then she then went online and started, you know, tweeting, uh, had the first negative respe- response to my, to my mixtape. And I'm like, look, I ain't say it was bad. I just said it was sad as hell. Like, when you sing R&B, everything about your life don't have to be sad in all points. Like, it don't. You know, it don't. You can have sad moments. You can be happy. You can be nasty. It's a lot of shit you could be. But the entire project sounded sad. And so, you know what I'm saying? So the thing is, I feel like where this could be considered as, as hate is because it's art, right? So art is subjective. Right. And the thing is, if if this person said that they had the intention for it to be a sad, you know, like if you, like if my album was called Happy Day, but then the whole thing is sad. That's criticism. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But if it's like, like if it's like, damn, this shit again, and it's still it's still sad, then that's hate because it's like that's what what the intention was. But is it hate? Because that's how I took it. Well, I mean, you know what yeah. I'm saying? You asked me for my opinion. I told you how is it hate? Like I'm I just saying. Technic- in your case, that would have been feedback. I don't think it was necessarily hate. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? But sometimes, and I'm one of those people. Sometimes people don't want to hear what you have to say. And that's where the conflict comes from. I'm not good. I'll be the first one to say I'm not good at taking criticism because I think that I know everything and I think that everything that I do is right. So if somebody comes to me and tells me, hey, you did that wrong, I'm automatically on defense. Like, who are you talking to? Like, you don't have the right to tell me anything. But that's a fault that I know and that I identify. So now when I hear criticism, I don't respond automatically. I take some time to myself to think about it. I have to talk to myself. I have to talk myself down because the first thought in my head is who the hell and why the hell? And uh, they got me fucked up and it shouldn't be like that. I got to a point where I don't uh, ask for nor care about uh, feedback, criticism. Do you feel like you take your bad at taking criticism too? I don't know. I don't know. Or feedback. I don't ask anybody. I do what I want and that is how I do it. How do you feel when people come to you without, like, you asking for feedback and they just give you their opinion? Then I'm like, oh, all right. <laughs> oh, all right. If I wanted to do that way, I would have did it that way. But I did it the way I wanted to do. It's a lot of times I do shit and then I be like, damn, I wish I would have did it a different way. But it's too late. So it's like, no, I don't give a fuck. And then a lot of times, you know, not to my own horn, a lot of shit I do be fired anyway. So don't too much uh, criticism come from behind it. So. You sound just like me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> not to my own horn or something, but you know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> uh, be like banks and stores right now. You know what I'm saying? Y'all hit that in your DSPs. I feel like for me, it's just, like I said, I, I, I welcome a challenge, right? Like I don't, like I welcome feedback because, I don't know, I think that's just something like kind of growing up. When you, when you are the, that sounds wild, but it, when sometimes when you are maybe considered the smartest in the room, right? Like that you get hate in the sense of like, oh, you think you're better than other people when, Always. right? Or like, you know, you're, you're called pompous, you're called, you know, all these different things when it's not that it was just like, yo, like maybe I just thought, I'm just thinking about it way more critically than you are. We only don't like those people because those people like to give you a fucking, get a fucking opinion when nobody asks for it. Mm-hmm. And that's why, that's why I always, I always, because before, I used to have a really bad habit of just like, just saying what I felt about something, unsolicited or not, or solicited or not. But now I basically, I ask people like, like, do you want my opinion? Right. Oh, that's perfect. You guys are just hitting all the topics that I have written down. Mm. So, 
how do we deliver criticism? Because we we heard how we accept it. E, did you talk on how you accept criticism? Um, I mean, basically for me, um, I just don't like being embarrassed. So that's like a big thing for me. So if I did something wrong or something that you want to critique me about, pull me to the side. That's the biggest thing. Right. Because uh, if you're going to try to make a spectacle out of me and try to make me the butt of the joke, I will end you. Mm. And that's just how I feel. He said he's going to take it too far. I think for me, private, aggressive. private or in public, don't tell me shit about me. <laughs> unless I ask. That's about it. Like, unless I say, hey, how do you feel about that? Because this person seems to be upset that I called them out or that I said this. Do you think I was wrong or not? I don't want to hear it. Oh, fuck um, these niggas. I don't want to hear none of that shit you got to say. So for the delivery of criticism, because on the opposite side, I do not mind telling somebody why they did something wrong how they did something wrong, and how they could correct it. And I do think that sometimes I overstep my boundaries because my delivery is always harsh. (laughs) It's never, like, I feel like I'm the type to just ram it in no lube, and it it comes off hard. Like, it does. That that whole thing is just just, I just want to backtrack. Just Um, just, just keep digging. No, okay. So I'll ram it in. Ram it in, no lube. It's just hard. (laughs) It's a lot right here. And it comes in hard. Yeah, it's just a lot, fam. (laughs) It's a lot. No, so I'll say stuff and nobody asks me. So it's kind of like a contradiction because I don't want to hear nobody tell me anything about myself. But I'm always offering my unsolicited advice, opinion, and ways for people to make it better. But it it goes back to me thinking that I know everything and I I do it best. But but that, see, like the same thing happens to me and then it, it sets me on this pedestal that I don't ever be trying to meet. So, like, you know, everybody knows, like, oh, if you want to have a great conversation about music, you talk to music. So then, so because of that, like, the other day, um, girl I know, her brother raps, and I listened to some of the music, played it, played one of the songs on 10-piece killer radio, and um, he then DMs me, like, oh, yeah, my sister told me, like, you, like, part of the music industry, which I always laugh at, because I'm like... I just do regular people's shit. The same shit you do. If you part of the industry, then I am. But he's like, (laughs) so he's like, so he's like, you know, asking for like criticism and like feedback. Like, you know what I'm saying? He's like asking me these questions. Like, you heard some of my music or did you just hear that one project? And I'm just being honest. Like, nah, I only heard the one out, the one project that you got. It was all right. I'm not, not mad at it. And it's like, I don't, so I'm like, I don't know what to say to him because if I didn't say like yeah, I like it was cool. It was it. You seem timid throughout the whole project. Like this is something that you ain't comfortable with yet. Then it look like I'm hating, but it's like you asked me for my opinion. How was I supposed to give it to you? All right. So I think that when it comes to your opinion and your criticism, I think some people will say that you're you're sugarcoating it. But I think like you have to show what went well, right? Like what did you enjoy? What did you do right? And then say, hey, but you could have did this better. Right. Or or it's kind of like if you have a question, right? So, like, it's one of those things, like, if I'm just picking on the person you said who had the sad album, right? Yeah. Right. So, if instead of saying, oh, it sounds sad, sad as hell the whole time, if you said, did you intend for this to be a sad album or sad sounding album, right? Because it's kind of like one of those things, like, understanding that person's intention about what they were trying to get across and then you make your opinion based off of what the facts are. I think my problem is I don't uh I ain't don't articulate well. Even when I come in here and listen to the shit that I said on this, I was like I could have said that way better. But I also don't take the time to think about what I say before I say it. Mm. So if you ask me like when you ask me about how these pictures look that we about to use for promo, I'd be like, uh, I don't really like it. You know, I don't really like it. That's how I felt in the moment. And I'm about to tell you how I felt in the moment about it. Like, I don't really want to take the time to analyze some shit and then, and then still be disappointed. Like, I'm not finding the good, the good spot and shit. This is what I don't like about it. And if I like it immediately, I'm letting you know. Nah, what you just did there, that shit's hard. That's fire. I think that's, that's the one. Like, I'm doing that for what, no matter what it is. There's a lot of niggas with t-shirts that's trash. Yeah, and if they ask me about the, why them t-shirts are trash, I'm gonna tell you. 
Right. That shit is plain. It looked like somebody else. You know, you know what I'm saying? It ain't me hating. It's just me letting you know. I think it's a thing that to realize that everybody has feelings and everybody is human. So people aren't going to necessarily take the negative up front. So when you are delivering criticism, you should try to make it a point to say at least three positive things before you say <laughs> the one negative. So this may sound like sugarcoating, but. If you care about people and you care about people's feelings, especially when you're delivering criticism, it is important to remember that if you start saying something negative to me, everything positive that you say you after missed. that, you missed. I'm not going to hear it you missed. because you already started off with, hey, your album was trash, but I like the cover art. I like this. I like that. And it's like, I don't even hear that anymore. <laughs> you said my shit was trash. I'm not listening anymore. So, all right. So now I, I'm asking you to, to be self-reflective here. So the fact that you said that you do give it straight, right? And you are you can be considered harsh when you give your critiques, but the fact that you have a hard time taking it what like where like where's the where's the the balance here? Ain't no. So <laughs> I do know that when I do give out criticism, harsh was uh it was kind of like the it is harsh. But I'm still making sure that I squeeze in that softness a little bit, too, like in the beginning by saying, hey, I see you're working really hard out here. You look like you're getting money. Uh, insert third compliment. But you did it. Wor- you did it wrong. You should have did it like this. Kind of. Like- <laughs> um, I think I'm still trying to really find the balance in understanding that. And this is a part of the reason why we were having this conversation that. Each time somebody gives you feedback, it's not necessarily an attack on you or them hating on you um, as opposed to them caring about you. The only reason why they're bringing this to the to, to your attention is because they do care about what you have going on. They do want to see you succeed. They want you to know that they notice everything that you're doing, but they would like to see you do it better. And they think you can do it better by hearing what they have to say. Facts. And I am definitely OK with being wrong. Mm-hmm. It's I'm out. I'm I don't care if I if I said something, and then I was wrong. All right, I was wrong. Like I might not admit it to you, but I'm wrong. Like me and Banks go back and forth. I never like any of his music when he first makes it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's my guy. It's my best friend. I'm like no, I don't, this not it. Wait. I don't fuck with it. Wait, what? I don't ever like any of the music that he makes in the beginning when he first sent it to me. No, you said he's your what? He's like my best friend. Oh, because, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He also thinks that you guys are my varsity friends and he's part of the JV team, so. Well, that's accurate, right. so. Uh, <laughs> but, like, what the accurate. So, so it's like one of them things where he'll send me something and be super excited about it. And I'll be like, eh, I don't know. I don't know about this one. I'm not sure about it. And then, like, it comes out, we put it out, and then three months later, I'm like, no, nah, I might have been wrong. This one, this one hard. This the one. And he'll be like, see? And I'll be like, yeah, I was wrong. I was wrong. I'm I wrong a lot. On the opposite hand, I I don't like being wrong because I partner that with embarrassment. Like, I'm embarrassed that I was wrong because I said it. Not only did I say it loud, but I said it wrong. So I was loud and wrong. And then now I have to backstep and correct myself to be right and loud at the same time. And it's kind of like, damn, how many people seen this? And... Did they think the same thing too? And it's just like a whole overthinking process that I go through when I'm wrong and it leads to me being embarrassed. Breaking news. As the leading res correspondent, I've never seen her backtrack on anything. Loud or wrong or silent and quiet. Mm -hmm. I mean. So uh, uh, try try again, friend. I would also like to vote for that opinion (laughs) as well. Exactly. (laughs) So that that further proves my point that I don't like being wrong. So I'm not going to further expose that I was wrong by backstepping. But being a kid of the Internet, it's it's hilarious to see like like being a kid who watched the Internet grow and then see what the Internet is now is the the funniest shit ever. Because I've been sitting here looking like you guys really like these people. (laughs) <laughs> like, like you, you being in the hive, or being in the navy, being a Barb, being a Kanye fan, you guys really love everything they've ever done. <laughs> and it's like, do you not like? Do you, as a regular person who understands how people are, 
do you guys not like something? Because I'm sure you do. And it's just like, you would not go online and say that shit. Right. And it's like, no. Like, people will say, well, Measy, you you know, you go hard for Drake. And it's like, yeah, but I also don't like Thank Me Later. I think it stinks. <laughs> like, like I and I yeah. say that openly. Like, I think that album. later was pretty bad. It's like I don't like that. I album. didn't want to thank you for anything. For nothing about this album. Like, okay. nigga. So when I like, I'm very like, all right. Beyonce hasn't done anything innovative in a long time, but I also say the shit that she put out is always looks amazing. It always looks good. Black is King is fire. It was. It was really good. I didn't understand it. I didn't know what it was about. But it was good. <laughs> it was good. I think th- in order to understand Black is King, you have to understand, uh, this is totally off topic, but you have to understand Lion King. Oh. So basically what she did in Black Ass King was <laughs> <laughs> she recreated Lion King from a realistic uh, standpoint and put black people in the characters of the Lion King. So if you're watching it and you get to the part where Jay-Z is like riding, he's pulling up to the mansion with his feet kicked up. If you watch the scene immediately before that, Simba, the little black boy, little cute black boy, that's Simba as a child. And then when he gets to the house, that's him as an adult. And if you think back to Lion King, the movie, there was a scene where he was dancing with Timon and Pumbaa and they're dancing and you see him grow up. So that was that scene in that moment. Missed but it. you really have to think it. about it to get to that point. <laughs> missed all of that. Think peace killer. <laughs> like, like what? I missed all of that. So, I was like, is Hove Scar? Because he dressed in all black. I was confused. Yeah, well, I, was, I, was, I was just about to say, was he Scar? <laughs> I, I missed all of it. Guys, I watched it like all 15, it. 20 times at this point. Like, I am in the hole. It's times where I'm like, yo, you know what I want to watch? Black Ass King. But I'm like, relax, you done seen it mad times. Like, But at this point, I'm just watching it for the music. So um, let's go ahead and take a break and come back with our final thought. Yeah, and we're back. Let's wrap up this episode with our final thoughts on the discussion. Meezy, I feel like you have something you still wanna you wanna discuss. I just wanna hate for a little bit. That's it. Oh, you wanna use our final? I want real time hate to hate. Okay. Uh, number one, you niggas with them androids that be posting them android ass pictures in the story, you fucking up my timeline and I don't like it. Okay. That uh, I'm mad that uh the picture that me and Jazz posted on Instagram the other day. Got more pictures, got more likes and comments than a picture I posted by myself. You don't know her. You my friends. This ain't her page. Go like her shit on her page. It's the opposite for me. Two. The other day, I went to the Brazilian steakhouse. You niggas at the Brazilian steakhouse need to come back, come around a little bit more faster than what y'all doing. Yeah, they be they be sick <laughs> with that meat. Take. Wow. Like every time. Just wow. I just what they I do? said. Wow. Question: Am I the only one? That thinks, do I really want to go to the same camp, the uh, same cabin on the same cabin trips that my nasty ass friends be going to? <laughs> I know what's going down in that cabin, and, and y'all not gonna convince me otherwise. And I, know I know y'all. orgy when I see it. I watch that category in porn. And I know y'all, y'all some nasty ass niggas. Y'all be on the timeline in the middle of the night talking about I want some head. So I know if y'all went on a cabin trip, I know what happened in there, and that's nasty. And everybody, and that's it wasn't nasty. just one on one. Another one. Do you uh boutique owners be boutiquing with the other owners? Like with the other boutiques? Because, <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I would because we probably selling the same shit. <laughs> All right. If you, if you think it's hate, it's hate. That's all I had. I'm just saying, if you think it's hate, it's hate. Damn, you came prepared. <laughs> um, uh, the only thing I hate is watching y'all niggas have fun on the story without me. Measy is a witness to that because I will call him on FaceTime in a heartbeat. Asking me, was I having fun without her? To see if you're having fun without me. That's the only thing I hate. All the time I'm in my living room. I knew where you was at, (laughs) but I couldn't tell if it was a house party without me or not because you had on a nice shirt. So Another nice shirt, I might add. So I was like, oh, this nigga is dressed up in his living room. It must be a kickback that I wasn't invited to. So I FaceTimed you. Um, Another thing I hate is I guess that's the main thing I hate. I just don't like seeing my friends have fun without me. That's it. Shame. Shame. Um, yeah. Shame. So that, I hate that. You're the only friend that friends is friends. 
<laughs> I don't care if my friends are friends. Don't have fun without me. Mm-mm-mm. Or you could have fun without me, but don't post it. Do you have anything? <laughs> no, I'm good. Oh, he's trying. He really try act like he ain't a hater. Yeah, he be hating on some wild really try shit. act he like wild. he ain't a hater. Some of them songs you niggas be making is trash. <laughs> Some of them songs y'all be asking E to help y'all on. That shit be trash. The dresses you selling is ugly. <laughs> your nails look stupid. Stop posting hey, them. I know a real good person you should go to and get your nails done. Because the shit you be having on it's is trash. Tacky, it's tacky. It's ugly. I don't like it. They're too square. Like, just get it together. Hey, fam. Your barber is not the best barber we've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Your shit be trash sometimes, too. E&J is not nothing to post on your story. <laughs> Unless you have, like, fine quality of liquor, I'm cool. Taylor Port isn't great wine. <laughs> Teleport is meant to be cooked. Uh, Moscato sucks. And like, there's certain things that you guys, you guys post a lot of shit. That like, it's not an off guard if you put a timer. Your on food that. looks nasty. That's one. That's one egg. That's one egg. Like, fam. And she meant that when you selling plates. Saying no filter in a picture, like in a selfie, is not like. Shut up. We don't care that you don't have a filter on. Doesn't matter. You could have used one. I look fat in most of the textually active pictures. I do too. <laughs> <laughs> see, see, look look at the duality. They all, they on there talking shit, but they ain't saying that. No, I look fat in those other pictures. I, I can't see. I be forgetting to wear my glasses. <laughs> I hate on myself for a little bit. I be looking chunky, but I swear I lost 30 pounds. <laughs> Where's the baby maker at? <laughs> Uh, that's funny. You are now tuned in. You are now tuned in to WMEZ. This week we got Saray, and this song is called Nigel Thornberry here on WMEZ. Textually That was Saray. That was called Nigel Thornberry. That has been added to your baby make a playlist. So if you enjoyed that song and uh you want to hear more like that or more that we got to get, or if you even want to hate on the playlist like this nigga be playing some trash shit, be sure to go to your favorite DSPs, title, Apple Music, or Spotify. Type in textually active pilot podcast sorry and if it should come up if it don't, do like everybody else do when they want to hear oh what was that song, DM me. DMTA, we I look at the DM because you know I'm petty like that. So be sure to go check it out here on the M E Z. Textually active. To add on to what you said, if you have any criticism about textually active pod, send it to Eric because he's the one who's going to want to listen to it. Big facts, <laughs> fam. Do not ask me. See, this is this see, this is what be hard about it. Like niggas who I fuck with ask me questions about doing something with EA, and I'd be like, "Wait, you gotta ask E. I just come and talk, right? <laughs> like I come and talk, talk to E about that. I love you and I fuck with you. And if you need me to do something, but this is a group thing, and I don't just run TA by myself. Exactly, exactamundo. So everybody, pull your memes out. Let's get to it. Uh, all right. Oh. oh, you want to go first? Yeah, I just want to get out of the way. Oh, get me out so, of the way. So it wasn't really it wasn't really a meme, but it was something that was on my mind. Uh, so when I see you, and I'm looking on on stories, and I see you like linking up, I'm not hating. I just want a chance for you to ask me, so I can tell you now. <laughs> oh, that is true. I do like to stay home. A good no is always good. That's some true shit. Like I, most times I don't want to come. I just want to know why you didn't invite me. Hmm. And I also want to say no. <laughs> Meezy, what do you have? My meme this week says, 
This has been one virus, fraud doing, money showing, Forex, 10K, 20K loan, no second stimulus check, yacht throwing, Alexander McQueen, Dior, Burberry, Zaza Kaka on the pull up, OnlyFans having, vendor list selling, pop up shop having, premium Snapchat subscribing, fake shoes selling, Vegas vacation, Airbnb looting tornado, Azul and warm Hennessy drinking ass summer. That was a lot. <laughs> a mouthful. And it applies to a lot of you niggas. Okay. Damn, you had to bite them like that, bro. Um, My meme is a meme, but it's not really a meme. But I want you guys to pay attention to what's happening to the United States Postal Service. Because um, shit is getting crazy. I mean, I did see something that were saying that. So the postal service was it's okay to send you your license. It's okay to send, you know, to mail you your your passport, your social security card when you need it to send out $1200 checks, but it's not okay to to basically send in a ballot. Shit. If if Jeff Bezos get to it, you get them ballots there quick. <laughs> them Amazon boxes come prime right. here uh, in an hour. <laughs> and I want to know which one of the white motherfuckers in my complex stole my shea butter. That's what I want to know. It's a lot of somebody stole a uh 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 what's that shit? A battery jump. I had ordered one of them, you know, to jump start your car with. Somebody lost that in translation. I want to know and and this is not to take away from the fact that the postal service fucked that up by putting it in the wrong box. But whoever, you little raggedy dirt bag ass ashy ass bitch, give me my shit back cuz it didn't say your name on that po- that package. It said to re- <clears throat> Severus. <laughs> now send it back. <laughs> now. And I lost and I lost the external hard drive that had about three gig uh three terabytes on it. So I lost that too. So. I just want my shit back. Whoever stole that, I need that back too. <laughs> I need it back. Sorry, Ryan Leslie. <laughs> right. Bitch ass niggas. That's all I gotta say. But thank you all for listening to this episode of Sexually Active. Uh, you can keep up with us in the meantime, in between time on our social media pages. We're on Instagram at Sexually Active Pod. We're on Twitter at Sexually Act Pod. We're on Facebook at Sexually Active Pod. And we are on YouTube where you can see our cute faces. We are fine. We be looking good a little bit. This is the only reason why we get cute. I done started dressing up to come to you. Yeah, because the video, you got to get the video right. Like, y'all y'all be seeing us. So, we got. I'm running out of shirts. I'm running merch, though. If y'all Send the merch, yeah, nigga. If you make t-shirts, send them to me. Send them. I need them. I want to support a black I'm wearing business. everything. I might tag you in it, too. Mm-hmm. I will. I will. But uh, we'll see you guys next Tuesday. And just because you stole our shit don't mean that was a blessing, you bitch-ass nigga. Period. Thank you for listening to the Textually Active Podcast. This podcast is a full-service production from the Open Media Lab. Be sure to check in every Textual Tuesday along with following them on all social media at Textually Active Pod. Textually Active is a part of the Open Media Network.